In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through him, and without him nothing came to be. What came to be through him was life, and this life was the light of the human race. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came to be through him. But the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by a man's decision, but, by, but of God. And the Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And we saw his glory, the glory as of the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, The one who is coming after me ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. From his fullness we have all received grace in place of grace, because while the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only Son, God, who is at the Father's side, has revealed him. The Gospel of the Lord. I imagine you have been invited to birthday parties. And if you have children, I imagine that you organized birthday parties and invited the children's friends to come to the birthday party. And this is what we are celebrating today, the birthday of our best friend. We are coming to his birthday. We are here at his birthday. 
and very close to where he was born. So it's good to bring this aspect into our experience now about Jesus, my friend, and I'm at his birthday party. I am happy for him. I am blessed by this friendship with Jesus. I share in the gift of his life to me. This is a wonderful day for the friendship with Jesus, for our friendship with Jesus. The readings bring out in this Mass, there are three different Masses last evening, the Vigil Mass and the Dawn Mass, and this is the Day Mass. They bring out a word that's used very frequently or other words with the same meaning. It says, for example, in one word, the Lord has bared his holy arm. That really means he showed his power. You know, when two guys are angry with each other, they roll up the sleeves to punch each other. He bared his arm. He showed his power. The word power comes out very much in these readings today. And it's a power to come to save us. And we prayed in the Psalm 98, in verse 3, we repeated each time, all the ends of the earth have seen the saving power of God. He bared his arm. He showed me his strength. He showed us his strength. This is my friend whose birthday I am at today. And the Lord has made his salvation known, and he has done wondrous deeds, and his right hand has won victory. These are very big words. This is like going to your friend's birthday party, and he just won a major sports competition. And you are three times happier, because he has this great victory. And we can continue reading these words in the psalm, this powerful uh, reality, and he has come and he is displaying this power. In the reading of the letter to the Hebrews, I love this first line of that letter. It's chapter 1, verse 1. It's a beautiful, like, scanning all of history. And it says, in times past, God spoke in partial ways, like little bits, in various ways, different ways, to our ancestors, through the prophets, back then, you know. But in these days, he has spoken to us through the Son. You remember there was a parable of the tenants of the vineyard in the gospel, and the owner of the vineyard sent representatives. But then he said, I will send my son, and they will respect him. This is a very beautiful reflection that the letter to the Hebrews, we're talking about a generation in the second generation after Jesus' life, and they are now contemplating all the scriptures, and they are aware of God's doing, of God's great deed when he sent his word. And if we go to John's gospel, when this opens, it is uh, really at another level because it's another generation later of reflection and pondering and contemplation and illumination by the Holy Spirit. You know, at the Last Supper, 
Jesus said to the disciples, I can't tell you everything now. It would be too much. It would be like explaining the Encyclopedia Britannica to a seventh grader or a four-year-old or a seven-year-old. It's too much. And little by little, the church was growing and maturing and processing understanding of the mystery of this little baby born in Bethlehem. And the words of the prologue, that's what it's called, of John's Gospel, it's the first 17, 18 verses of the Gospel, uh, has a bigger sweep than the letter to the Hebrews. There's more time gone into it. There's more reflection. There's more grace, I would say, of the Holy Spirit leading to a deeper understanding of the truth. And so it uses some very beautiful words, in the beginning. And that immediately, for a person familiar with the Scriptures, means Genesis. That's what the word Genesis means. In the beginning, God created the world. No, I'm talking about an earlier beginning, John is saying. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and He was in the beginning with God, and all things came to be through Him. So He is before the creation of the world. You get the idea? It's a wonderful contemplation of the eternal existence of the eternal Word of God. And this Word became flesh and dwelt among us, coming with the whole power of God. But now there's a new turn for the friend, my friend Jesus. Look at this line here, and it says, To those who did accept him, he gave power. Have you accepted Jesus? He gave power to become children of God. Through Christ's power, we become children of God. God has real power. He created the whole world. And of his own resolve and desire, with all his power, he came into our history in a very direct way through preparation, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the tribes, the prophets, up to John the Baptist. And he's coming into our world. This is amazing to think about, that God comes into your world. And how does he come in? Not with a big bulldozer, not with a military tank, not with a big jet, supersonic. He comes in through Mary as a little baby. What power display is that? And what kind of children of God should we become? What's in our dreams about power? What kind of dreams do we have for our politicians, for the Pope, for the leaders anywhere, for ourselves? We love to have power. But look at the way God is coming with his power as a little baby, completely dependent on us. If we want to go to a little summary of the power of God, it is that we can believe, that we can hope, and that we can love. That we can act as God's children in the midst of all the disasters of our world, the disasters that can happen to us. Maybe tomorrow we go to the doctor and he says, you got a tumor. The tests give us this result. We need to do more investigation and to start procedures. The power of faith to know God is with me, Emmanuel. 
my friend is with me, whose birthday I'm celebrating today. And he gives me hope because if God is so invested in me that he becomes a little baby, this is amazing. This is amazing. This is the friend I have. And then the gift of love, to be able to have the power to forgive our enemies, the power to be humble, to find ways of reconciliation, the power, even when I have a headache or feel bad or have negative feelings about people, I'm still able to harness myself and serve them. This is incredible power. And this is the life of the saints. This is the life of those who are the children of God, begotten by the power of God, who are changing the world, even though it looks like it's falling apart. In every one of these chapters, God is raising up new generations of children of God who are saints, who are changing the world, and this is our blessing. And we receive the Eucharist to enable us to do that today.